The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Everybody, and welcome to another episode of Colts Fans. Yay! In Bill's Land. Boo, Bill suck. <laughs> hey, hey, hey dude. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, everybody. My name is Matt Johnson, your host, and uh, joined alongside, as we always am, every single week with the birthday boy. Mr. Brandon Rogers. Happy birthday, my friend. How are you? I'm great, man. I actually just got off the phone with my good friend, Chris Ballard. He said for a present, he's going to give me Julio Jones. So, yeah. Did he now? Oh, that is He's good. That is exciting. That is uh, <laughs> breaking news. Breaking news. I Hey, we can afford them. We can afford them. From what I'm understanding, we can afford them. So, uh, why the heck not? Right? Why the heck not? keep them away from new england and tennessee i mean just just for that fact alone you know if he goes to new england i might have to reconsider our trip (laughs) 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 well cam newton probably can't throw in the ball the ball to him anyways but uh that's a story for a different time uh it's been a slow week news news wise we don't have a whole lot to talk about in that front we're recording uh the day before memorial day so we're just trying to make sure we got everything out and ready for you but as of sunday the uh, the 30th at noon, really not. Yeah, nothing going on, uh, really. Just more OTA clips, more a lot of good things being said about Carson Wentz, which I think is uh, excuse me, Carson Wentz, which is very, very important. Uh, you know, that, that's I think that's the biggest question on everybody's mind is, is you know, how is he uh, progressing? And of course, he is, you know, like we said last week, he's just throwing a wide open dude with no defense. Uh, but he looks magnificent, agile, uh, aware, you know, competent, I guess, uh, which I think is a good sign uh, going forward. Of course, just continuing to build my excitement, uh, you know, for the potential of what Carson Wentz can bring. Yeah. You know, seeing him in those videos, it made me very happy to see that we finally have a quarterback that doesn't have a weird throwing motion, you know, after the year of agony of watching Phil Rivers and his sidearm <laughs> or just his, his release just irked me from forever. So yeah, this I see once, you know, he, he's got a good arm on him and he, again, he's just throwing the guys in basketball shorts. So who really knows, but uh, it'll be nice to see some live bullets and, you know, once they fully divest into training camp, See, see just where his head's at. He looks confident. He looks happy. You know, he said Indy's starting to feel like home, which is great. Which you know, is great. It's this early on, 
Right. That's yeah. early on. That's important you know, to, to have that. Sometimes the assimilation period takes a little bit longer than you like. Some people don't ever fit in. But I mean, the fact that the, 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 the regulars, the people that have been in Indianapolis for a couple of years are like, yeah, this, this is great. He's focused. He's, you know, this, that all these all these vets are like, yeah, we're excited. T.Y. Hilton, I'm excited. You know, they like that's that's a huge endorsement, huge endorsement. It is. I mean, especially, you know, it's like the total opposite of what happened to him in Philly, where, you know, everyone had a knife in their hand, ready to stab him in the back. Uh, the media, the fans, that's just uh, Philly. some of the players, maybe even. Yeah, that's, just, that's it's Philly. Philly's Philly. trash. Philly's trash. They Basically, are. every city in the world except Indianapolis is trash. Especially Buffalo. So <laughs> Especially, especially Buffalo. Philly's a close second. Philly's a close second. Um, so, that, I mean, that's really it for our news coverage. Like I said, it's... it's you know, everything in Indianapolis right now is about the Indy 500. So uh, media wise, it's been pretty quiet. No signings, but still just lots of rumors. If we are getting Julio, it'll probably be this upcoming week. So how dope would it be if like, you know, they saw Jim Ursay, Chris Ballard and Julio Jones at the Indy 500. <laughs> That's to say, hey, look what we got. It'd be so dope. <laughs> it, it would be amazing it would be amazing so hopefully maybe we're talking about this next week but um today brandon had choice and uh we're gonna have a little bit of fun today nice and lax kind of going back to what we were about a month or so ago just a little game just kind of get us through the week and uh brandon why don't you tell them what we're going to be doing today well in the spirit of memorial day weekend and kind of uh you know tribute to our our past heroes we're going to do our Mount Rushmore of Colts players, uh, executives, coaches, whatnot. But then also our Mount of Shame. We should call that the, the Jim Kelly Mount because, you know, he's very shameful. <laughs> Piece of shit. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm for that. I'm, I'm 100% for I've had a lot of Jim Kelly slander this week on all my shows. A lot of Jim Kelly so. slander. Frank Reich would probably not be too happy, but, you know, sorry, Frank. Uh, all right, so let's get this thing started. Your Mount Rushmore. Uh, we'll start off with the good. I think the good is is maybe a little bit. E- oh, actually, it might be a little bit more difficult. Um, so this is the Indianapolis Colts Mount Rushmore. Who's going up number one on your wall? Uh, uh, I mean, when you talk indie football, the first name that's got to come on your mouth is Peyton Manning. Yep. Obviously, the yep. sheriff, greatest quarterback of all time, in my book. Y- yeah, I mean, it, no brainer. Peyton Manning, easy. Yep. Just like when they nominated him for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's Peyton Manning, Mike Drop. Uh, yeah, he was the face of Indianapolis Colts football for a long time. Wish we would have had him a little bit longer, but uh, his presence is what he's done for that city. There's literally a statue, a beautiful, beautiful statue dedicated towards him uh, in a stadium that I don't even know if he he might have played in a, like a, like one season as a starter. Jeez, I don't remember. I don't. Man. I don't remember when they went to Lucas Oil. I can't remember. I think you might be right. I think he only played like the 2010 season as a starter. But other than that, I think Ugh. he was in the RCA Dome, which is crazy. It's the house that Peyton built. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm yeah. So Peyton Manning, de facto number one. Who's number two on your uh, on your Mount Rushmore? Uh, I go number two. I'm gonna go with Tony Dungy. I think he's a very underrated coach. Yep. Probably one of the best of all time in my book. Now, what he did with Tampa Bay, just to have that team, you know, stolen out from underneath them. Thanks, Gruden, you piece of shit. Um, 
A lot of pieces of shit getting thrown around this week, too. A lot of pieces of shit. A lot. A lot. (laughs) A lot of that. But he's been successful everywhere he goes, you know, and he's just, he's a great coach. You know, he's, he was perfect for our team, you know, just very calm, easygoing, uh, but uh, just a man of the people. Great coach, Tony Dungy, number two, Mount Rushmore. I, yeah, that's one I, I certainly agree with. That's why we're starting with this one because it's a little bit easier to kind of book this uh, and put it where we want it to be. Tony, how could, how could you not? He brought us our one Super Bowl, you know, during the Peyton era, uh, you know, got raw dogged in Tampa Bay and then came over and, and did wonders. And I mean, if we didn't have an idiot kicker, uh, you know, who knows? Who knows how many more Super Bowl victories that this Colts team would have won? I mean, there's like a four year stretch, 12 plus wins or 12. I think it was at least 12 wins. And it was just, uh, you know, it, it, you cannot have this list and not put up Tony Dungy. So easy, easy. You're number three. Uh, I am going to go with the owner, Jim Ursay. Ooh, again, you know, I might be a little biased because I'm a Colts fan. I think he is one of the top owners in all of professional sports. Yep. You know, he doesn't meddle too much. Not like a Jerry Jones where it's, Hey, look at me, look at me, look at me. Um, he helps out his players. Uh, he helps out his, his coaches, his, his GMs, you know, he's just, he's, he's there as a, as a, a unwavering hand. He's, he's seen so much and he's always there. You know, I think he, uh, he, I think he filled every position in the, in the team. You know, he was a ball boy at one point. Uh, uh, just he, he did everything for the Colts organization before he took over. You know, while he was working underneath his dad, who I hear was a real pain in the butt. <laughs> so I'm glad we got Ursay. And you know, I know he's had his demons, but yeah, he does so much for the community. He does so much for the league, mental health uh, awareness, all that stuff. Exactly, just everything. He's got his hands in so many pots. But he, he just seems like an owner that I would love to play for. He seems really cool. Pat McAfee has nothing but nice things to say about him. Right. Um, just all the stuff that you see him do. He just seems like a real genuine guy. And again, you know, uh, it, it was kind of his choice to say, hey, let's get Peyton. You know, he was there during the, the Peyton, the luck exchange. He knew it wasn't easy. Um, sometimes he likes to hold on to things a little bit longer. Gridson, <coughs> Bogato, <coughs> these chips. Um, but he, he's a great owner, and I'm glad that we've got him. I think he deserves to gun that Mount Rushmore for sure. I like that choice. I like that choice a lot. I don't know if I, I don't know if I can put him on mine, uh, but my respect and, and appreciation for him as an owner like knows no bounds. So, uh, but I, I love you putting him on that one. He's done. He's he's a tremendous just human being. You can just tell. There's no. There's it's all genuine. It's all genuine. Yep. Like he's like retweet like I wrote like an article about my first trip to Indianapolis a couple years ago and he retweeted it and he was like thanks you know thanks man I'm like oh my god that's the sweetest <laughs> thing like uh, so cool so cool. this billionaire just appreciating what you did by you know going to the city and appreciating your words like he read your words is like oh that's awesome let me retweet this to all my followers and you know yeah. what? he legitimately did not have to did not have to nope. but he did um, I'm gonna put Marvin up here Marvin Harrison Ooh. is my number three. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of great wide receivers in the Colts, you know, Colts time, uh, you know, Raymond Berry, Reggie Wayne, uh, you know, I, I have high regard for T Y Hilton, but I, to me, nobody tops, uh, what's 
Marvin Harrison brought to the Colts. Nobody will ever do that. This de facto number one dominant wide receiver who uh, gets often. I think he sometimes gets he gets often overlooked. I think in, in like the hated the, on, great hated on by people. But you know, really seriously, he gets he doesn't get that kind of love uh, that that he probably should amongst some of the all time NFL greats. And like Bill Belichick, I think has put him over a couple times, said nice things about him and and, and what he's brought to the game. But you know, everyone's just like, oh, greatest wide receivers of all time. It's just like Jerry Rice, deservedly so. T.O., Randy Moss, all these guys. Marvin Harrison was the silent killer. All right. He was just, he, he, you know what I mean? He just. Emphasis on killer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, the killer part, maybe. Um, but he was definitely silent. He just went out there and did work, man. Yep. He produced with everybody who threw him the ball. Everybody who threw him the ball, whether it was Harbaugh, whether it was, uh, you know, Peyton. I think those were only his really two quarterbacks, he, which is still not bad. Um <laughs> but he produced. He he he, he produced yeah. in, in in that light. So I got to put Martin up. Harrison up there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, stayed relatively healthy. I I've got an ongoing debate with Dicky. Um, you know the the Bills fan that was on here a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Whose career would you rather have, Calvin Johnson's or Marvin Harrison's? Oof. I mean, I'd probably it's got to be Marvin, right? I mean, you would yeah, think so, right? Like you think no yeah, brainer to me. Sure, they're don't. both getting in the Hall of Fame. Right. Harvin, Marvin Harrison's already in. Calvin Johnson's going in uh, for put up the prolific numbers that he did in Detroit. But Harrison's got a ring, right? Harrison's yep. been been close, you know, a lot of times. Detroit, you know, it's, it's, that's all. Just it's it's. He didn't tax. play. Didn't play a playoff game. I don't think he won a playoff game at all. They definitely, they definitely didn't win one. I I think he's played in at least one or two. Um, okay. But, but yeah, it's, it's, it's shameful. So I would rather have Marvin Harrison's career tenfold. A hundred percent easy. Hey, Dickie, you're dumb. <laughs> I don't care if everyone's like, Oh, Megatron, uh, got rings, yeah. bro. Great player. Great player. Oh, Super I don't want to that ever. One of the most talented wide receivers ever. You know what? I absolutely one of the greatest wide receivers of all time. Yeah. His career yeah. was too short and you know, he, didn't really get any of the, the accolades and the accomplishments that Marvin Harrison did. So suck it, Dickie. Marvin <laughs> wins. We still love you, Dickie. All right. Your fourth spot. Nah, we don't. Screw him. <laughs> <laughs> he chopped the shit out of me one time in a wrestling match. So I'm not I'm not go I'm not gonna go too far on that. He'd probably find me and do it again. Uh <laughs> who's going up for number four for your for your Mount Rushmore? Man, I've been split on this one. I really wanted to go defense. So, you know, I, I would have loved to have Marvin up there. I would have loved to have uh, Reggie Wayne up there. Um, but I, I feel like, you know, the defense needs some love. And, you know, I was this close to putting Bob Sanders on there. He just didn't play. Oh, man. Man. Yeah. One of my favorite Colts of all time, for yeah. sure. Um, I'm going to go with Robert Mathis. Robert you know, Mathis. One okay. defensive player of the year, uh, legal, uh, Indy leader in sacks, you know, uh, all time. and just, He's still working with the, the guys. He's still in the Indianapolis uh, room, you know, building up Kamoka Ture and uh, Taekwon Lewis. Like he's got a, his hands on these defensive players. And I think he, he deserves it. You know, he's QB hater number one and he deserves a spot in our Mount Rushmore. I, yeah, I think that's a fantastic pick. I like how you balanced it out. You did a little bit of defense, you know, how to put a defensive guy in there. He's probably one of the best defensive players that 
you know, historically, statistically that the Colts have ever had. DeForest Buckner, as great as he is, um, you know, he, he might go down as one, but he's, you know, spent time in San Francisco. Darius Leonard is still building a legacy. Um, there's There's been so, so many, but yes, I, I think that's a fantastic choice for your number uh, four. I'm gonna put uh, I'm gonna put Bill Polian as my number four. Ooh, so I'm gonna go general one. manager. All right. As much as I love Chris Ballard, uh, his legacy is still being written, and we have to. There's a lot of things that have to be done. I, I think Ballard's a fantastic GM. Don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of the accolades and awards and you know things that have to be earned before he gets up there. Bill Polian took a mediocre franchise. It was. You know, a mediocre franchise that didn't do very well throughout since in its time in Indianapolis. All right. They did okay towards the end of the Baltimore run, but Polian took a team that was average at best. Uh, they drafted, you know, Jeff George in 90 and and just just multiple failed uh, you know, just just draft picks. Like, I don't really know too many players of the early nineties. I know them, but they don't stand out in cold. Yeah, they, they unfortunately they, you know, the, the most famous famous one of the Colts in the early '90s is that Rich Tobin guy going at it with that big-headed Mel Kiper dude about Delfer <laughs> and stuff. Uh, you know, that's the biggest Colts moment in the early '90s, and you know, so for me, I think what Bill Pulling did is remarkable. His run ended, you know, he became a little bit archaic. Uh, towards the end of his run, his philosophies. He still is, you know, to this day, but that's just, that's how the game evolved. This is what it was. But for what the Colts needed in 1998, uh, you know, when he left, I think he went to Carolina. I think he did Carolina for a couple years, and then he went over to Indianapolis. And, you know, I don't think we're we're talking about the Colts as much, you know, we might not be loving the Colts right now as much as we did, as we do. No. If, Bill Polian doesn't come in there and change the culture and make it one of the most dominating teams of the, the early two thousands. No, not at all. Yeah. We definitely, he deserves a lot of credit. You know, he, he did a lot for us and um, no, I perfect spot on the Mount Rushmore for sure. Bill Polian way to go. All right. Uh, I want to ask you uh, your thoughts. Uh, did you have anybody else that was maybe close to making your, uh, your Mount Rushmore? Well, uh, there's, there, there is one player that would have eclipsed all of Peyton's records <laughs> and probably would have won a Super Bowl or two. I just can't come to say his name, but damn it, I love you. And I wish you bearded, beautiful bastard would come back. <laughs> if you're out there listening to this, just want to let you know we're thinking of you always. For sure. Yeah, I, I was close to putting Edge on. I was close to putting Edge on, oh. but then I remembered that, you know, unfortunately we did not win a Super Bowl with him, but you can't deny his like his, his legacy. Colts have always done relatively good with running backs. You know, we went from Falk Dude, to, so J- to Edron James to uh, Joseph Adai, who played pretty decently. Um, and there's a couple that are after that that I'm really not fond of, and they Donald may Brown. make our Donald yeah. Brown. Boom Heron. Oh, my <laughs> God. Uh you know, we the Frank Gore run was you know run was interesting, and but for the most part, I think Colts have had pretty successful running backs at least in their time in Indianapolis. Um, let's head on over to the 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 Mount of Shame, the the Jim Kelly Mount Rushmore of Shame. Uh, <laughs> who is your who is the most shameful person to ever wear a Colts jersey, and uh, and who 
why are you putting him on this 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 mountain? Um, for all those that are well, not just the Colts, Georgie. I got I got to say that. Sorry, whoever received a paycheck from the Indianapolis Colts, continue. A lot. Of, I, I think everyone knows my disdain, hate for this person. Um, Ryan Griggs, you piece of shit. <laughs> How dare you? Like, why would you even <laughs> waste the air around on your dumb, stupid face anymore? Just go somewhere, stick your head in sand, and never show your face again. What you did to Andrew Luck was blasphemous. I hate you. If you were on fire, I wouldn't pee to put you out. Because you're a son of a bitch. And I hate you. I hate you. You're the reason he's gone. It's your fault. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, we could just draft offensive linemen in the late rounds. That don't matter. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, you know, grab 35-year-old offensive lineman from, you know, crappy offensive lines. Plug and play. Plug and play. He doesn't need weapons. Oh. <laughs> Here, uh, Trent Richardson. Yeah, give him to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Ryan Grigson, de facto number one worst person ever in Colts history. Worst person ever. Total, total pile of trash. Uh, I think he has a job somewhere too. I think he's in Cleveland. 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 Oh man. Yeah, I I think I I think they sabotaged us with that Trent Richardson trade. All right, hey, you know, just screw over the Colts and then uh, you know come. Come work for us later down the road. When a ten, you lose yeah, your a job, ten, you're gonna lose it. A ten-year plan. That's funny. Uh, yeah, Ryan Grigson, hands down, number one on the mountain of shame. Uh, Brandon said everything I really thought I was thinking of. Like I'm not gonna like. There's nothing to add to it. I think everybody in here would agree with that. That and all the things that Andrew Luck overcame to make our team as good as possible. Uh, with terrible i mean this dude made pat mcafee quit like quit football that's how much he hated ryan grigson he's the reason why pat mcafee retired from professional football a punter a punter whose job is to punt the ball and put people in bad positions and he was one of the best in the world at it and you made him retire yeah we got rigoberto sanchez that's cool but pat mcafee you made him retire. i hate you grigson Number one, public enemy number one. Who's number two on your mount? Your mount, uh, mountain of shame. All right, uh, for this, I'll have to transport you back. This is back in, I believe, two thousand and five. Believe two thousand five. Um, sitting watching a playoff game. Colts versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Great game, great back and forth. You know. Colts are uh, are down, but the, the Pittsburgh Steelers are, are about to score again, you know, to get on up. Big Ben throws a little lob, gets picked off by Nick Harper. Nick Harper is running, 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 you know, but you can see he's, he's walking a little, running a little gamey. He's not really, you know, putting the burners on. And he's, he can't really juke and cut. He gets tackled by uh, Big Ben. Uh, he, he had wide open field. And if he were just, you know, cut away from Big Ben, he could have scored. We, we would have won and gone to the, the, the Super Bowl. But he couldn't. 
He couldn't cut, so Big Ben tackled him. Matt, you know why he couldn't cut? Why is that? <laughs> His wife stabbed him in the thigh with a knife the day before the game. <gasps> so, you know, he's playing a little hurt. I don't know what he did to be, you know, deserve to be stabbed with a knife. But number two, uh, my uh, mound of shame, Nick Harper's wife for stabbing him in the leg with a knife. I hate that. He could have gone to the Super Bowl once for you. So learn a lesson. Hey, ladies, never stab your cornerback husband in the leg with a knife the day before the AFC Conference Championship game. Okay. Oh, dear God. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that a bunch. I can't disagree with that. Yeah, F that noise. F that noise. <laughs> All right. My number two pick for the wall, the mountain of shame is uh, our drunk idiot kicker, <laughs> Mike Vanderjack, who... Another guy who cost us multiple Super Bowl, at least appearances, possibly victories, you know, given Tom Brady, the, you know, just the the cleanest Tom Brady and others, the cleanest pathway to go into the Super Bowl uh, because of our idiot kickers. So Mike Vanderjack, you are on the wall of shame. Curse you. Curse you forever. Uh, but thank you also for bringing us Adam Vinatieri. Uh, who we, you know, just retired this past. Oh, we, we overlooked that. Just retired this past week. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Mike Vanderjack, number two. Wall shame. Brandon, who you got for your number three? Well, uh, this one's kind of on a technicality because you did say whoever received a paycheck yes. from the Colts. Yes. This guy never received a paycheck from the Colts, but he should have. He just didn't want to. John Elway, you piece of shit. Yes. Yes. How dare you? Yeah. How dare you? Mm-hmm. Just how dare you? That's, I, I got nothing else to say. I'm not going to waste my breath. You're a piece of shit. You couldn't play in Indy because you just, you know, your balls weren't big enough. And you had to go, and you know, get our guy Peyton to try and reclaim some sort of credibility because your whole tenure as president in Denver is just shitty without Peyton. So, hey, eat shit. Yeah. You know, I think John Elway's been a Bronco for so long that uh, that he kind of looks like one. <laughs> he does. He does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> like one day they're going to have an interview with you him. Got me he's just going to be like, he's just going to be like neighing in his office, just rolling around. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah don't don't bring carrots around john elway <laughs> bite your hand off <laughs> mr red over here uh my number three i'm gonna put you know all he had to do was like i mean i guess he kind of did his job but he didn't if he would have been okay, we might have had Peyton all the way to the end. Curtis Painter. Ooh. Ooh. 
but we got luck because of painter so i can't be too mad i you know yes i know it didn't work out with luck as we wanted i would have rather though i mean i don't know i, I would have liked peyton to retire like i think he's still jaded at the yeah. Colts for that there's a lot oh, of stuff for sure you know and, and like i said i love andrew luck i appreciate his tenure but you know 2013 i would have killed to have that the difference yeah. what see uh, right while andrew was you know excited well this is completely side railing but like while andrew was exciting to watch peyton manning like you went into the office is like yo this is what i need this is what i want so I would have liked if Curtis Painter did his fucking job and uh, and actually and, and actually like bridge that year and maybe won a game or two. And then, we, you know, we would have been OK. Yep. Yep, we would have. Well, who knows? You know, we might have even tried to trade up to try and get Andrew Luck. Uh, That's true. Not too. knowing the health of, of Peyton's neck. That's got to be an episode one day. Peyton versus Andrew. I'm OK with that. I think that'd be great. Pros yeah. and cons. Oh, you know. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Um, my last pick on this Mount Rushmore of Jim Kelly shame, Hank Basket. Hank Basket. Super Bowl, two thousand eight. Oh, oh, us yeah. versus the Saints. Had he just hold on to that off onside kick? Just hold it, hold it, sit there tight. Don't let it drip through your little fingers, Hank Basket. You know, too busy worrying about your hot little playboy wife. We all saw naked. I might slap my smile to her a couple times. Um, if you could hold on to, to the ball, like you, you held on to her. No, you didn't hold on to her either because I think you guys divorced because you suck. Um, we would have won another Super Bowl. I wouldn't have to hear about the Saints, you know, beating us. And we – I just hate you, Hank Basket. I hate you. You're a piece of shit. Not biggest piece of shit as Nick Harper's wife or Ryan Gregson, but you're still a piece of shit. That's fair. I like that. That's a good way to close this one. I am going to, I have a combination one. I have a combination one for my last one. I'm going to put their faces together. All right. These two gentlemen's name are Griff Whalen and Colt Anderson. And, uh, oh boy. <laughs> All right, Griff Whalen hiked the ball, the the famous fourth, uh, the fake punt play that Chuck Pagano called. Um, and they hiked it. And they deserve to be on this wall of shame because, all right, while Colts fans, we're good about making fun of our own team and Bills fans are not, I would rather not have to make fun of us for that reason. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. rather like that not be like, you know, like th there's other stuff you can make fun of us for, like the banner raising, the AFC finalist, that sort of thing. That's <laughs> fine. But the fact that every single year I have to see this image of the fake punt every single year did. I mean, I, could I put Pagano up there for calling? I mean, it wasn't supposed to be hiked, but it's like, come on, man. I don't like who, screw you, Griff Whalen and Colt Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> you did just you did just bad enough to beat out Trent Richardson. I hope you feel good. Hope you feel good. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> they suck. Anderson was a safety playing quarterback, and then Colt Anderson uh Whalen was a wide receiver playing center. Like, come on. Get out of here. Then what uh like how do you even draw up something like that? <laughs> Think, yeah, that's gonna work. <sighs> Chuck Pagano's got his hand God. down his pants. Oh, that's good shit. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Oh yeah, that'll trick them. Oh, I love. <laughs> They'll trick. never see this coming. <laughs> <laughs> Coaching against Bill Belichick. I mean, the smartest coach there ever has been. I know. What you a gotta, you got to call him with that. Could we even put Pagano on there just for that play alone? Jesus, <laughs> Christmas tree. I know. Rough times, man. Rough times. But uh, that is it, everybody, for this episode. That is our Mount Rushmore, the Mount of Mountain of Good. And we also have our Mountain of Shame. Uh, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. Brandon, do what you do best and take us home, buddy. Uh, take us home. You know, I've been closing the shows on out, talking a lot of shit about the Bills. So yeah, you would think I'm going to tie it on in. Oh, we're talking about shame, Bills being shameful and whatnot. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. Bills, how how big a dopes are you? I mean, honestly, you get one good year out of a bad quarterback, and you think, oh, he's gonna he's gonna be great. He's gonna have forty five touchdowns and no picks, and man, he had one good year, and he's just gonna be you know great again, considering how awful he's been the rest of his career. But yet, Carson once has one bad year, three really good years. Oh, no, he's broken. He's never going to be the same again. He sucks. Blah, blah, blah. I hate you, Bills fans. You don't know <laughs> logic. You don't You don't know. Like, have a sense of thought. You, you, you don't think. You're dumb. You're dumb. You're stupid. You smell bad. Nobody likes you. Your dad walked away and went to, to his new family that he likes because he, he couldn't stand looking at your dumb, ugly, stupid <laughs> faces. Your breath stink. Your hair short and nap. I just don't like you. <laughs> every single one of you Bills fans I hope you're listening just Ooh. soak in the hate because I hate you yeah you. you you may not think I'm talking about you but I'm talking about you yes you listening right now I hate you you Bills fan hate you <laughs> alright everybody that does it we thank you so so much for joining us today for our fun little episode of Colts fans yay in Bill's land. I hate you. Yes, you. I hate you. Hey, Get out of here with that nonsense. Goodbye. Talk to you later. guys we've been in this haunted house for like 15 hours and if we want to get home to our favorite food and pornography we're gonna have to come up with a plan hey why don't we try leaving through one of those spooky looking doors wait whoa whoa doors like an exit door yeah maybe we should get on that hold on a second these doors are labeled this one says dracula on it and this one says beware zombies that's probably the exit and the last one just says nekagrima tough call Mm. i got an idea on three, we're going to open them all at once. All right, let's do it. Ready? One, One two, two, three. <laughs> oh, hello there. Damn! Damn!
Damn, that's scary. Damn, that's scary is our new favorite podcast where we talk about all things horror. Tune in to get the latest horror news, long form movie reviews, and all kinds of other scary shit. Mummies, wolfmen, vampires, chupacabras, lizard people, impolite Canadians, we do it all. So if you like horror podcasts, and we know you do, check out Damn, that's scary. New episodes every week. And remember, keep it spooky.